Here we are again. Paul and I are in the studio on a rainy, rainy day in the overtaxed Hudson Valley. <laughs> and today we have a special guest. Back in the studio is Jane Doe. Hi, hello, Jane. hello. Hi, it's great to be back. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're here today. So, what do we got today, Paul? We went away on a trip to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and uh, nice. it was pretty cool. I never uh, realized how important the city it was and the war that went on there and all that. I never realized how important it was. Uh, it was a turning point, I think, of the Civil War, and uh, we can get into some statistics and stuff on that, and um, it was... yeah. I'm just trying to think how to, how to take off with this one. Well, I, I think we should do some basic basic statistics, but okay. I have to say, like, I never thought I would find all the battlefield information and the, interesting. It was fascinating. And one big takeaway I got from it was, wow, we teach history really badly in our <laughs> school system because I can vaguely remember learning about the Civil War, and it was just sort of a bunch of generals' names and facts and dates and whatnot. But the human element of it was absolutely fascinating, and I'd like to get into that, but maybe we should do the the little factoids first. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Well, I got some statistics. It took place July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, the year of 1863. It was the Confederates against the Union, uh, Lee versus Meade. There were basically 78,000... in the Army of Northern Virginia, which were the Confederates, 93,000 Union soldiers that went head-to-head for three days, man. It wound up with casualties of about 57,000 people, and that was, I think, killed, wounded, or captured. Uh, 35,000 horses, I believe, were were dead. 3,500. 3,500, yeah, my God, yeah, okay, (laughs) 3,500. 10,000 dead soldiers. 30,000 soldiers wounded. Uh, it was just, like, unbelievable. So, so so let's talk about that a little bit, too, and what that really meant, because this is where, oh, my goodness, we are all such wimps in today's society. We are. So so imagine, imagine this scenario, which I really did not get from the history books or from anything I learned in school. Gettysburg was a little podunk town of about 2,500 people. That's 2,500. And they were close to the border, the Pennsylvania-Virginia border, right? So they had had a number of false alarms of, oh, the Army's coming, oh, the Army's coming. And so a lot of the townspeople had just kind of stopped ignoring the warning, so they stayed put. So it's 2,500 people. And then they're descended on by this horde of 160,000 soldiers. <laughs> and there's no automobiles. There's no, no mecha- you know, there's no machinery. These 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 guys show up with with all their wagons and their food and their whatnot and shoot at each other for 3 days in the town and in the surrounding area. I read somewhere they discharged it was millions of rounds of ammunition, okay? And then they pick up and leave, but they leave. So there's 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 2,500 people there. Some of them are old. Some of them are children, and they leave this mess of 3,500 horses to bury, about 10,000 dead bodies to bury, and then another 40,000 people to take care of. And they're just supposed to figure it out. The army takes most of their food and their water supply yeah, was just contaminated. Figure it out. And and they did figure it out. It 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 boggles my mind the catastrophe that that must have been. Absolutely. I mean, personally, I think I think the uh, Civil War was the dumbest part of American history. Well, why do you, what do you consider dumb about it? What's your understanding of it? Well, my understanding of it it, it was the North against the South. What was there? Eleven states in the South. At that time, probably sounds about right. Yeah. It was eleven states, and what what was the biggest thing? They wanted slavery, and they wanted centralized government. So what they do is they line, they line up in a straight line and shoot at each other. To me, that's like the dumbest thing. Well, that the they did line up in a straight yeah. line and shoot at each other, and being at with, the actual with cannons too, with cannons, yeah, yeah, and they're just 
standing there and we were at some of the actual battle sites and let me tell you they're not standing that far apart right <laughs> so they're they're just standing there and and apparently they could only shoot about two rounds a minute well, that makes sense, yeah, because so, they had the reloaded yeah. muskets. Yeah. rifles, yeah. and they weren't that accurate either. And a lot of the dirty work was fighting with bayonets on them, believe Yeah, then not. they would charge. Then right. they would charge yeah. each other. But, yeah, they just had to stand there looking at each other and shoot at each other. That was, like, the dumbest thing. At least well, hide behind a tree. Well, there were they were there were open fields. I know. Um, so so this was Lee's battle to win. The, the North was outgunned. Right. But here's how, like, the the... The way that fate can turn, the reason the North won is they took the high ground. Now the high ground's not like a mountain. No, it's just a little bit higher a up. Rolling right? hill, it's or a no, rolling yeah. hill. But just being up on that, and maybe you get to get behind a little stone wall, and the other people don't. It was all open fields, so they had to march across. Oh, you know, open right. land. They didn't have a choice. But even the Romans were smarter than that. They, what were their options? Well, the they Romans, had shields and stuff. Shields, yeah. and plus they went around and no, flanked. They, and they, they, they absolutely tried to go they tr- around. They tried the flank. That's called flanking. flanking these these right. guys were flanking on each other, too. That was their only, basically... Uh, Defensive move, they, I think. Right? They had some terrible things go wrong. I mean, it, it would be a comedy of errors almost, except for the, the human loss. There were a couple of things that affected the the Southern Army. One being they wanted to they they wanted cover, so they got into this railroad trench, and we were at the railroad trench. So they all okay. go running into the railroad trench. Turns out the railroad trench is too deep. So it was too deep for them to fire <laughs> over the top of, and it was really stiff, uh, uh, steep, sorry, and uh, difficult to out. scramble yeah. up. So then they're stuck down there, so now it's shooting fish in a barrel. And this exactly. is all like this charge to take this supposed safe spot, and then they get into it, and oh, crap. <laughs> you know, it's no good. A lot of it was error of mistakes, and I think yeah. the, whoever won, it was just made the less mistakes. Uh, there was one important... Uh, Battle in in that where Lee sent somebody to go straight ahead and charge, but they misunderstood and they took their troops to the left. They lost. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they, just they lost that battle. The they misunderstood it. Yeah, uh, could have been a Confederate win. No. It really was the Confederate. Army. There was and there was you know not to Harper, but there was another one where it just shows you how crazy it was. Where it just happened. It was July. It was unusually hot. It was the yeah. hottest day it had been ever. The Southern troops were planning on attacking at eleven o'clock in the morning. So they get on the march, and they had to pass through, oh, some some wooded areas, hallelujah, but then the wooded areas ended up having so much underbrush <laughs> that they got tangled up, and it took them a while to bushwhack through it, so they don't get out until it's the middle of the afternoon to make their charge. Now they've taken an extra, like, three, four hours. Their canteens were tiny. They're out of water. It's hot, and now it's they've got to make this charge in the heat of the day, uphill, <laughs> <laughs> and and they lost that battle too. They well, at least them. they slept in if they didn't start till eleven. No, no, they started on. No, they got <laughs> stuck in the woods. They started on time. They got. They didn't know it would be so hard to get through. These tracks of woods weren't even that thick. But they but, just. But how they, do you start on time? You're in a war. No, they were they were planning on a, attacking at eleven. Okay. So they were on the march first thing in the morning, thinking they would arrive where they you know at the at the battle site at eleven. But they got stuck in the woods in the middle of the march. Gotcha, gotcha. So it what was supposed to be I don't know what time they started. Probably sunrise. You you had to wait for light. Um, but it Back ended then, up being yeah. like two to three times the the amount of time to actually mobilize all these people, and and then they couldn't not attack because. You can't just sit there overnight because, oh, they're uphill shooting down at you. So they had to attack exhausted, out of water, you know, and and completely demoralized, and they didn't win that battle either. Another thing I found interesting, too, out of the people in Gettysburg, they went and hung out in their basements for a day or two. They could see all these soldiers going past, shooting and all that. And supposedly there was only one civilian casualty out of the whole thing. And of course it was a woman. You got that, yeah. And she Did was, you know she that? She was baking bread, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, at least that's what they they say. That's what they say. Yeah, a lot of this, who knows if it's true or not. They have a statue in her memory, and the house still stands. And we were actually staying in a house that was present during the war. You could see pictures of it uh, in the aftermath. That houses have like musket ball holes in yeah, them and stuff. Do. Yeah, so they they do. Some of these trees are full of stuff shrapnel, bullet holes, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The house we were in had a few bullet holes. That That's pretty cool. They left them there. a barn with a cannon hole in it. On the <laughs> cannon the hole inside of a barn. <laughs> it was just amazing, though, the, the thought of trundling all these people and all this equipment and the food trains like would stretch. I can't remember. They said the food train stretched for sixty miles, something like that. What? Crazy. What was it like? A, like a food truck line? Well, well when they, you have, they had to bring everything. They in, had to yeah. bring everything in. Right, right. I it it boggles my mind. We Wait, wouldn't. Here's so a, here's another lank thing. The wounded Confederate soldiers that got hauled out by wagon. The wagon train was seventeen miles long, hauling out of wounded, wounded soldiers. Of wounded soldiers. Yeah. yeah. And Jeez. the reason they picked Gettysburg... But where'd they bring him? I don't know. Back back, back, back south Virginia. of Virginia, yeah. You imagine that? You got shot and you got to be in the back of this bumpy yeah. thing for... The, what's the trip by wagon from it was, it's PA 60, to Virginia? It's, it was 69 miles to D.C. from Gettysburg. Uh, so Yeah, but that's by, not Gettysburg by car. To... No, no, no. Yeah, no, bouncing around. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No, now, no antibiotics. Lots of ant, ant, uh, amputations. Amputations. Yeah. If you got right. shot in the arm or the leg, they just amputated <clears throat> it. They didn't have antibiotics. They didn't have a way to treat it, so they just cut it off. And yeah, because you get lead poisoning. That's yeah. That's just boom. That was, now, what what was the significance of Gettysburg? In terms of us taking a trip there? Or? No, 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 no. Like in the war, what was the significance of this little town the, in the middle of PA? The roads converged and the railroad converged in a certain way. So it was a strategic oh, point okay. to attack. It was supposed to, they were going to take over that. They would have only, the South, they would only, they were, so that was the South invading the Northern Territory. They were going to push in, take it, have this hub of intersecting roads, and then they were only under 70 miles to Washington, D.C. Supposedly there was a letter drafted to Lincoln saying, hey, you know, how about we talk peace now? You're not in a good (laughs) position. So it was was just roadways. But this also was an attack to the north, which Lee planned, okay? I guess... A lot of the Union people did not want to do this war. They were getting fed up with it, too. And Lee had hit a couple of victories in some of the battles. So he came up to Virginia. It was on Northern Terry in Pennsylvania. And he figured, look, we're going to slam these guys right here. And then they're going to be so fed up, they're going to reach some kind of settlement on there is what he thought. The other thing, too, they he sent somebody out in advance. They picked this area for a battleground because it had rolling hills and it was open. They picked it. It just didn't wind up there. They picked it there is what happened, which okay. I, I didn't realize that either when I went down there. Yeah. Um, but they had things. It was so crazy. Even like there were a lot of farm fences, and they're not just, they're kind of on a triangular. Yeah, like the zigzag. They're zigzaggy, yeah. weird wooden fences. And so they would do these charges, and they're charging at <laughs> the, the northern uh, soldiers, and they have to climb over the fence. Well, that slows you down. Sure. You know, 10, 15 seconds of slowdown, that's, boom, that's... It's know, a good shot. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> shot. But I guess they were too far away to, to stay behind the fences as a, as a barricade. You were just expected to just walk right into, uh, right into flying bullets. That so was now, job. how smart does that make these generals of that time, that they figured that this was yeah. common military practice? So, so I don't know if this is true or not, but I was talking to a random person... <laughs> In the dog park, <laughs> like yeah. back home, who who said they were somewhat of a Civil War buff, and apparently, supposedly there was a gentleman's agreement of warfare that you don't shoot at the officers. You don't. Sh- they're they're up on horseback yelling everybody. I think they're a clean shot, but supposedly, it was an understanding that you just shoot at each other. You don't shoot at the officers. Uh, and imagine? then people started. Vi- well, I could totally see people selling that as as. You well, know. you know, during the Second World War, if you were captured in Ger- Germany, a Britain officer, you went to a special prison where you really? got treated a lot better than uh, if you were an officer. Okay, right, right. Uh, you got went to a special prison that you treated a lot better than. Uh, Could you imagine that? There's these yeah. really 
yeah. weird rules of, yeah. of war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally, I think war <clears throat> is an economic um, exercise and it's the strings are pulled by the wealthy powerhouses and yeah oh, they want to make sure to take care of their own because if they're if they end up drawn into it they want to be taken care absolutely. of absolutely and i'll tell you i mean one of the things i'm sure this was not always the case but we, even with the plebes um with this the southern soldiers apparently the northern civilians took care of the southern soldiers pretty well um, with the hopes that the southern civilians would take care of their own of the uh, vice yeah. versa yeah, yeah. And did it work out that way? I think so. I I, I got mixed. There mm. were there were prisoner of war camps that were not the greatest places to be, from what I've read. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. I don't know how you feed all these people, but but well, here's an interesting. There's no refrigerators back and, then either. And I mean. no, 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 the 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 sheer and and no <clears throat> toilets. Like I mean, a hundred and sixty thousand people have to do their business. Right. So we're. That's, Where I think, why go? the water supply was fouled. Oh, um, and then I you have all so, the dead yeah. bodies just in the hot sun. Anyway, um, <laughs> an, an interesting aftermath was, in terms of you know how civilized was war, was that Gettysburg, after a few years, would have reunions of yeah. the north and south. The soldiers would all come and have a reunion and oh like, my God. from both sides and, and pal around and relive the battles. And, and Well, yeah, there's always those... Uh, those uh, reenactments, Oops. I guess you could say. But these were these the, are the actual real, real guys. southern oh, really? soldiers and the actual northern soldiers going back and visiting where their battle was, where they had stood, you know, five, eight, ten, twenty years before, <laughs> trying to kill each other, and now they're, you know, getting drunk and singing no, songs. Having... <laughs> but none of them wanted to be there, for sure. And I don't, well, I don't know think how they got those guys to, to keep going. How the hell do you keep them going? They didn't shoot the officers or something? I know. I wouldn't want to run just dead rank into uh, a gunfire. It had to have been like, you know, like, hey, we're fighting for the South. They must have believed in it. In the South. But I don't know. We believed in the North. So You know, we had Civil War strikes in New York City that they didn't want to go. The Army had to come in and capture you, you know, and take you with them into battle. Right. Yeah, so I don't don't know. I don't understand that one. I don't get it either. There was a certain amount of push-pull. I mean, you want to think of this as a big moral uh, stand, and we don't want slavery and whatnot. But apparently there were any number of northern individuals who were profiting from the fallout of the slave trade and weren't all that... Right. It weren't all that interested, you know, it wasn't their hill to die on, weren't all that interested in taking it down because it was going to take down their own livelihood. Right, right. And then the South, I mean, the South was fighting, you know, slavery is a terrible thing. I'm not saying that it's not a terrible thing, but you have an entire part of the country that built up their economy on one set of expectations that was legal and allowed, and then someone came along and said, yeah, well, you're not going to do that yeah, You anymore. can't do that no more. Um, but, which isn't how they started. I didn't realize this, but originally it was just Lincoln just didn't want um, them expanding into the western frontier and taking slavery there. He wanted to contain it where it was. And not let it spread further. Okay. And the South had a had took issue with that. And then when the South took issue with that and and seceded from the Union and and started and fired on the Northern Fort Sumter wherever that is Fort yeah. Sumter um, South Carolina. And then he said, "Fine, we're going to do away with slavery altogether because it would hurt the South more and and right. decrease their ability to be independent." But it didn't start out that way. Mm. But talking about economics, I guess Gettysburg was a major manufacturer of uh, horse carriages, okay? And most of them went down south. Mm. That business just died. That was the end of that. And up north, too, they they would take the cotton, they'd turn in the fabric and stuff like that. And they were worried about uh, the war ending with the... the um, this, this, the South losing what you would have all this cheap labor from the slaves being free that it would take away all the, the work from the Union workers up in uh, the North doing that. So there was a lot of Northern people that were not happy not with happy. the war either. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sure sounded like this could have gone either way. Oh, absolutely. It was, yeah, it was. It was the South's battle to to win, and they didn't win it. Uh, 
So get a higher power, intervene, I don't know. But here's another statistic, too, I found amazing, but I do believe it now. I think there were total around 600,000 deaths in the Civil War. That was more than the war in Vietnam, by the way. The whole Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Two-thirds of those people died from infectious diseases. Eh, Pneumonia, typhoid, malaria, dysentery. Battles were were stopped. Some of these generals had been sick. They couldn't come to uh, support their own troops and stuff. It slowed things down. But it was disease. was rampant, okay, at that time. Yeah. And just think about when they were amputating all these people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They I don't probably, know how people survived. I don't know. You know again, did they, have anest- they didn't have anesthesia by that I, time. No, I, I think, think so. They, I think it was they, called alcohol. Yeah, get and them drunk, block bite a mouth. stick, yeah. and <laughs> saw it off as quick as you can. And then, and then you have to heal. You know, right. And probably a lot of people didn't. Uh, right. Yeah, it, it just just crazy. I was I was thinking about from a woman's perspective, like, all these deaths were primarily the eligible young men. And what happened to to the women? You're raised to become a wife and mother and tend to a house and there's no one to there's no one to marry. Uh, yeah. I, I was trying to see when the suffragette movement started and see if it had anything to do with it, but it was actually pre-Civil War. Okay. Uh, and one of the things that we found out in Gettysburg was that these war orphans so all these men are killed. The women have no livelihood. Now they have no provider. There's no one else to go marry instead because they're all dead. They're all dead. So the kids just got taken away from them and put into orphanages, even oh, okay. though they had mothers that were, you know, capable capable of raising them, but with no financial support whatsoever. And I don't know what happened to to all those women. We were, you know, we just weren't there long enough to get to get info on that. To get info on that, but it had to have been just a socially catastrophic for all the existing norms of oh of, sure of, for both sexes of what's you know what are you supposed to become as an adult you know right I I would love to learn the women's story the women who were left behind and the women and, who were left behind yeah by yeah. the Civil War by the and I can't even imagine it and then your kids are taken away from you and right. and, and you're not allowed to work because women didn't work back then or vote. Or vote or have any say in it. And I don't know what they did with all the women. It's a good uh, question. Yeah, yeah. What did they do with all the women? <laughs> <laughs> that maybe that's when everybody moved to Utah and had, you know. There you go. 12 wives to go. one. Maybe, they, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe knows. it did, yeah. Or they, they had the mail order brides out west, too. Maybe that's where some of them went, right? Right. Yeah. That's a I was, good question. I, I was impressed, as fractious is, as our country is now, one of the things that struck me in Gettysburg was the um, we were out on the battlefields, and if, if you haven't been there, the battlefields are all well-tended, and you can drive around, and you can get a, a, like a podcast that tells you what things are, and there's hundreds of monuments of all different sizes to the various battalions, to the generals, to whatever, And the South is as respectfully represented as the North is. Okay. Even though this is Northern Territory invaded by the South, trashed by, well, trashed by both sides, but trashed because the South came in, they're they're pretty evenly represented. And there seems to be a great deal of, in in the museum presentations we saw and in the literature that was around, there's a great deal of respect for the courage and valor, and you're saying how dumb could they be, but they actually, they weren't dumb. They were working with the resources that they had. They had some pretty brilliant strategies that sometimes worked and sometimes didn't for for reasons beyond their control, and I felt like both sides were, were portrayed pretty respectfully, and you know what? That was a nice thing, because this cartoon status that we're in now where one side is pure good and one side is pure evil it's 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 a little tiresome <laughs> it does get tiresome so so to see both sides both sides made some thunderously bad decisions at times and both sides got lucky breaks at times and both sides made some very good uh, decisions at times and i think the turning point of the whole gettysburg battle was General Me- General Lee 
had had spent a day trying to flank the Union lines, right? Like you said, why not flank them? Yes, he had spent the day trying to flank them, figuring that that would cause the opposing general to build up on the flanks and be weak in the center, and then he was going to attack in the center and just mow them down. But General Meade on the other side said, I bet he thinks <laughs> we'll shore up the flanks, be weak in the center, and he's going to charge right up the middle. So really, it was who outguessed who in this right. mental chess game, uh, and it ended up in, in Meade's favor. It could have gone... Pickett's charge. I think 5,000 people died within an hour. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was kind of the final yeah. Wow. Yeah. nail in the coffin there. Yeah. Now, I think the Civil War actually went for a couple of years after it Gettysburg, did. It, right? Yeah. yeah. It, Even though they say it was one of the defining moments. What was the way Getty, the Gettysburg people define it as the people were already war weary. As we said before, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't like a, a, a national uprising of support for the, from the North for this, for this anti-slavery battle, for the reasons that we said. And the hope had been that Lee would make a decisive victory on the Northern Territory and then say, listen, let's just talk. Let's just come to an agreement. And the North would go, we're sick of fighting. We're not even that invested in this because we're not angels wanting to free the slaves. <laughs> we want to keep right. our economic base. But but it was supposed to have demoralized the North to the point of saying we're tired of this war. And instead, it flipped, it, it flipped because right. the North was was heavily outgunned and mm-hmm. they won anyway so it just completely backfired and gave the country the will the northern the north the will to right. continue on with the battle and then gettysburg is uh, famous because that's where lincoln gave the gettysburg, gettysburg address. address yes yes 272 and words took about 2 minutes to deliver I, I, super statement i have to think we we <clears throat> learned about that too there was a spe- he was I guess he was supposed to be the keynote speaker, but someone, and I don't remember who, do you, Paul, no. um, spoke before him and went on you know, firing brimstone at great length in the heat. Everybody's standing there. Yeah. And I have, I just have this feeling that the Gettysburg Address was popular because he just kept it, short kept it short and got it over with. It was short, short to the eloquently point. done and got to the point. Yeah, right. It was just a couple minutes long, and maybe politicians need to take note of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the the one good thing about um, this is the cancel culture hasn't canceled out any of this yet. Yeah, you know they're taking down monuments here, monuments there. This is history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. history. Yeah, like you said, the South got you said is represented just as much as the North. Yes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on you with the okay. quote, unquote cancel culture. Mm-hmm. This is history, and the monuments are um, placed where certain battles took place. They have the list of the people that were in the battles. They're they're basically just sort of historical records of fact. Um, and yes, you know you can have the general up on his horse, and it's and it's a beautifully done. Um, sculpture and it's not making him look evil if he's on the you know the southern side, but it's on a historical site mm-hmm. uh, marking things that actually happened in history. That is not the same as your town square, you know, twelve hundred miles away, having a monument in honor of this person who wanted to see you enslaved and and I'll I'll give you an example of I think this statue has come down there was a statue in Central Park of a mm. doctor who was um an obstetrician I guess or he, and he had something with women's health and there was a statue in his honor and he was supposed to have made advancements well it turns out he actually did some pretty god awful experiments on enslaved black women to, to get where he got, and now there's a statue honoring him. Not, you know, I, I would have a problem with that, too. I I think... Well, why'd they put the statue up in the first place? Because we've because at the time, it was like, look at all these great breakthroughs he made, but, but there was a subculture of, well, black people and black women especially are mm-hmm. secondary citizens. We don't have to take that you know that aspect of his contribution seriously and then as these black women as black women as a whole 
kind of came up into having the same status as everyone else. And if there's any black women listening to this, they're probably howling with laughter saying, yeah, like, right, we have the same status as everyone else. <laughs> Uh, and and they you know and people started saying hey I object I object to this I object to honoring this person who actually was pretty horrific mm-hmm. to my subgroup I I I walk an uneasy line with cancel culture but when we aren't the people who were yeah um, done wrong you know we we weren't the ones done wrong to um, I don't know that we have any skin in this. Mm-hmm battle or whatever the saying is i i hate to see the monuments come down but but their change is good too i wouldn't i wouldn't want to see the historical markers come down gettysburg is gettysburg this battle happened and these are the people that were there and that's what's there well you you can't change history no matter what right and it's and it's not you know again it's it's within the context of the actual location but but I could see, you know, again, like it's like having been in Nazi and being in Germany and some towns decided to keep a statue, statue of Hitler up. Well, he Hitler represented the views of a great many people. But there comes a point where it maybe it's time for a change. And so, yeah, to your point, Frank, I don't know. I don't know. Um, history is also a rolling subject. Like maybe it's time for a new statue, somebody who's more appropriate to the current cultural climate in, in some of these towns. <laughs> so when you take the statue down, you've erased that part of history right there. Well, you've, if you leave the historical sites alone, mm-hmm. you haven't erased history. And, oh, by the way, I think both sides are having issues with um, teaching history I mean, we've seen this cancel culture is is happening both on the right and the left. We're only gonna we're now we're gonna whitewash history. Uh, I, I I think we just need to. Why can't we just report the facts? This is what happened. The facts. <laughs> there what, are facts. What there are, are the facts. facts? Oh, you touched on a very bad nerve right there. Where are the facts? There there are facts. There are there is reality. There's facts and there's perception. But that this battle took place on such and such a day, and these people were there. You know, those are those are. I but think, once those people are all gone, then you could change it. You could, but then how do we know that it was correct? You can go down that rabbit hole and never get anywhere. <laughs> but let's just say that these monuments that were designed by the battalion members, because the monuments were designed by the various battalion right uh, members, and they had to be approved. Oh, there was a funny story about one of them. You see how awful these people were. Go ahead. Uh, I, I got two stories too, but okay. go give yours first. Stories on uh, what? What's this? Well, there was one monument where they. Um, hang on, Paul, you take over because I got it. Okay, there, I think it's probably the same one. There was this one uh, officer that was leading a group of soldiers up to a battle, and his commanding officer said, Do not stop for water, okay? Okay. They were dying for water. There was only a couple places to get water, so he stopped. They picked water. His officer took all his weapons away. This is the battle. I think a pick is charged. They, okay. he, he had no weapons except they gave him a hatchet. That a was hatchet. it. And he killed somebody with the hatchet. Okay. Now, when they went to do the um, the statue of that, the the group, his military group, wanted to have the guy standing with the hatchet. Oh no, that's too severe. You can't show that. It's too severe. So now, if you but see that's it, what he used. Yeah, that's what he used. But it, it sucked because the officer took his weapons away in the middle of, for a battle. <laughs> like basically tried to kill him. Okay? Right. Uh, right. But there was a hat. There's a hatchet laying on the foot of the, his foot. Is what it is on the on the. So sculpture. they included it, but not in. Yeah. 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 Real and, and by the way, this this was. I think that these monuments were designed in the late 1800s, early 1900s. So apparently, <clears throat> cancel culture's been around for a while. Forever. And I yeah. think they didn't want to glorify this guy disobeying a superior's orders and he's just letting his men get some water so they can have a shot can, at so surviving. they can function yeah so yeah if you take a look at the old canteens they were tiny were they they were tiny were they it's canteens like, or were they bladders no they, no, were, they, they were, were they were actually canteens, canteens. But they yeah. maybe, a, hold, maybe a quart maybe yeah they weren't big they were not big they wouldn't last you long and in july all. and these exactly. were the it was the july 2nd 90, was the hottest day of the year that time yeah, weather, yeah, yeah and you're humid. gonna sweat yeah. yeah if it had been a cooler day it might have gone different might have gone different yeah yeah and they had uh, there was women that fought in the in the armies too. Wait a second, women fought the, in the armies. Yeah, yeah. And there was a dog, which is 
is part of one of the statues again that was Sally, is with the dog's name, and it went through a couple battles. It was a pit bull. That's right. I forgot that one. Yes. All your pit bull lovers, there was a dog there, and he went Uh through the battles he was fighting, and then she got shot. He, he or she, it, it was a she. It was, it was Sally. A she. It was a Sally. Sally. Yeah, it was she. A female pit bull. There you go. And uh, she got shot and killed. And some of the soldiers went through gunfire to get and take her body and bury it. She, she yeah. actually went. She went. Why? Who? I don't know whose dog this was, but she survived the Civil War and went to some other battles. Or it was she survived the Gettysburg? Yeah, Gettysburg. She, she survived. She got shot a, a few battles down the line. Okay. So somebody was just taking their dog along. I, you know. But that's just, what happened. These guys, like, if you joined the army, it wasn't like somebody came and got you. You had to walk where you were going, and it was right. uh, some of these guys were barefoot. And part of the reason they picked up these diseases, too, they came from small groups, didn't come in contact with a lot of other people. Now you throw all these people together, and everybody's bringing diseases. You don't have immunity and stuff for it, too. True. But these just guys moseyed through, man, and showed up. Oh, I'm, yeah, sure there was a lot of, I'm sure there was a lot of deserters, too. Oh, I'm sure, sure there was. Yeah. Yeah. So the dog, the famous dog, they, Sally. And, yeah, Sally, and she's in one of the monuments. Oh, and, really? And, yeah, again, soldiers risked their lives in the middle of battle to to retrieve to her dog. when she was shot. Uh, and probably whoever shot her on the other side felt terrible. What about, about the po- what about the poor horses? And not only horses, I know, though, but the, but the horses were actual like they someone on a horse charging you. That's you know they're a, a mechanism of war. The dog was just hanging out, hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess some people, they just laugh, and the dog came with them, man. Came with them, yeah. yeah. If you start walking, you're, my dog will come with us, and the same with your dogs, too. That's true, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, not, not only to get to your horse point, there was also, I saw that uh, a lot of mules yes, died, too. Yes, yes, yeah. horses and mules. Horses yeah. and mules. Just think of how long it would take to dig a, big, a <clears throat> hole big enough for one. Yeah, there was no for excavators. One. Nope. 3,500 of them, and then how many, I don't know, um, in Gettysburg, how, like, what the, again, the population was about 2,500, some of that's elderly, some of that's children, some of that's women, I guess they did a bunch of the digging, too, and then, they would and have some to, of it, yeah. you know, like, a lot of the, um, the, the men were gone to war, I would think. Right. I'd sure as heck leave, now, where, <laughs> march where? out with the army at that point. Where did they bury all the bodies? Is there a big cemetery out in Gettysburg? Or? There is now. I think they, they just put them wherever they could get them. And then mm-hmm. uh, the Union soldiers were moved later. Uh, the, they dug them up no, and I moved remember them later. They, they, did, um, <clears throat> they tried to do individual graves for the Union soldiers. Uh, and a lot of them where they fell, but there was also a big cemetery hill, but I think a lot of them just where they fell. And then the Confederate soldiers, they made just big, long trenches, and they lined them up, covered them over. And then the the Southern families would come looking for them like a year or two later and dig them back up again and take them home. I mean, yes, if it's your child, you would, but how do you even know? Who's who? Who's, I guess you just... Grab whoever. I, I. It's just a ghoulish. I'm assuming task. a lot of the bodies are just put in the pile and burned too. Right, but they would yeah. Have to. God, you'd have to do something. Yeah, you Be would have to hole. do something. Yeah, because like you said, the diseases and the uh, I, stench. I, yeah. I mean, a, a town of 2,500 is a tiny town. 2,500. Yeah. Yeah. Not 25,000. 2,500. It's. It's inconceivable to me. They said that that like. For every single townsperson, I probably don't have the math exactly right, but they had 12 either bodies or wounded people or uh, captured people to look after for every single... So, you know, that means sure. if you're four years old, you got your 12 people to, <laughs> not to take to care of. Yeah. I, I, so I'm sure that some of the captives just went home. Like, how are you going to keep them captive? Right. Just go home. <laughs> Either shoot them or go home. Well, I think they made them pledge, you know, you can't fight again and all this. They, they just probably, left, yeah. yeah. And the captives might have helped dig some of these. Yeah, that could be, too. Right. They might have. They would want to bury their own. They, yeah. They would see that. Yeah. That just logistically, I feel like if... Logistically, if war was that complicated now, maybe we wouldn't do it. Or if you would see if you would see all that, you know, who'd want to fight? But I guess places like probably Ukraine and stuff like that, there's a bunch of dead bodies bouncing around in places too. Yeah. 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 So it's just a lot easier to kill people now than it was then. So that's kind of the history. What do we kind of like about actual actually being there? What were some of the good stuff? 
Well, we stayed in a wonderful... I want to shout out to the Brick House Inn and okay. the Welty House where we stayed. And Sam, you were great, man. <laughs> you were the man. Sam's the man. Though you messed with our heads, man, well, we're ghosts, but you were the man. It was... It was. Yeah, did you see any ghosts? That's debatable. Debatable? We stayed in the Welty House, and um, which was present during the Civil War, and supposedly there was a sharpshooter in the attic that was killed in the attic? I don't, I don't know, know if he was killed, the, but, but he was shooting, his, supposedly, or his whatever. His ghost is supposed to be up there, and we were in the room that had the only connecting stairway to the attic, and it's listed as the haunted room. Uh, we didn't know it was a haunted <laughs> room when we... Uh, <laughs> when we booked it, but we, that's fine. So, you know, did we hear things that go bump in the night that we shouldn't have? Maybe. Really? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was Sam. Who knows? <laughs> so, now, I, I do want to give a shout-out to this young man because it it just, um, on an aside, bodes, it bodes well for our future. We, we met Sam the first day, and he's 21 years old, um, Looks like he's been hit by a bus. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just, I, I work in, in, uh, with pediatrics, and he's, okay, he's a young adult, but I work with special needs, and he's a little bit on the, on the special needs end of things, and it was just a delight, because here's a situation where he's the meter and greeter, and he gets people settled, and he runs a social event in the evening and whatnot, and... He is someone, uh, bless his mother, she, she, I le- we learned all about his upbringing and what his mother's doing about his college, and, and he played games with us and whatnot, but this was a situation where this was a, someone who's just a little bit socially, just di- a little different from the rest of us, and, and he was self-proclaimed as autistic. He, he, he told yeah, us he, he was autistic. He tried to bail out for yeah. sympathy. Yeah. Um, it didn't work, but, Sam. But, but it was nice to see because... <laughs> he was a fully he's fully functioning in his own unique way in a society that's really not making any accommodations for it. He was right. he was he was you just kept expecting him to to lose control of a situation he never did. He was good at his job. Oh, it's good. He the stay at the oh brick house inn was improved by him being there not you know made less. It wasn't like it was um you know we were just Oh, isn't that sweet? He was just really good at his job and really entertaining. And given the number of quirky young adults I see eh. coming on the scene, it was just nice to see that it can work and it can work well. Oh, and he did a great ghost tour, too. Yeah, did we, we, Super we, great. Yeah, we weren't going to do a ghost tour, but we were taking a walk the first night we were there and we saw his ghost tour go by and we just had to do it. It was, <laughs> nice. it was so energetic and enthusiastic, so we did it. Uh, and on your ghost night. tour, did you see any ghosts? No ghosts. Well, there was one in uh, there was one in an attic Um uh, of, that you could see from the street, but that ghost was uh, made of plastic. <laughs> oh, okay. No, we had a, we really had a wonderful. And then time. you you went on another tour, right? Where you drove around. I I know other people that went to Gettysburg, and they enjoyed that tour too. It's a fabulous tour. It, there's a steep learning curve if you're a certain age, where you really? download the, an app into your car, and then it takes you through. <laughs> Apps are crap, right, Frank? That's it. <laughs> no, it was it was it was really well done. We just not. I'm certainly technology and me don't always. But the, gr- well. the grounds are just beautiful, man. They just maintain, God, just beautiful, beautiful grounds. That's good. They Stone should maintain fences, it. wooden fences, uh, all these monuments and stuff around. Yeah. And then we went to the museum. What was it, the National Museum or something like that? And uh, they had the cyclorama, is that how you pronounce it? The cyclorama, yeah, the visitor center had a big uh, cyclorama that was, they were a type of painting that's like 360 degree painting that you go in and so you're supposed to feel like you're in the center of the battle. And it was, that was all restored. That was pre-movies. You were right in the center. It was uh, about 300 feet long in a circle. That's pretty neat. about 40, 50 foot high. Really, that high? Yeah, Yeah, you could see it. They had some spots that would light up with smoke and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. It was really cool. Yeah, it was old fashioned uh, virtual. Reality, wow. which was fun, and then we went to what was the other museum? Oh, we're yeah, so I don't terrible. remember. I don't remember. We, I, I got us tickets to the wrong museum, thinking the it was wrong the museum. museum yeah. It was like a historical society museum or something. It was actually a fabulous museum as well. So, so it, it worked out. So, shout out to Gettysburg. Shout out to the Brick House Inn. And again, it was so much more interesting to hear kind of the particulars. One of of 
of the the generals trying to outsmart each other and then how nature or human error or just bad timing would upend some weather too i'm sure oh yeah yeah mother nature was not kind um but that would that would change the course of a battle like that was so much more interesting than you know so and so stood here and 16 people died whatever that that was interesting and then just the scale of it just seeing the scale of it and thinking how these people one yeah again just the 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 backbone to fight the way you used to fight no way (laughs) No way! <laughs> and then the cleanup. You the know, cleanup and, is more than the yeah, you would never oh, think the cleanup of that. But took, yeah. it took. It said it took the town years, years to mm. recover from it. And when the armies left, they took all the food, anything usable. They left the water polluted. There was blood polluted. and stuff running in the water. Yeah, they and didn't they, and they the left. water on purpose. But no, they just have the, that many yeah. dead bodies. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And they just left. <laughs> Get up and go. Yeah, and and again left this catastrophe, and and the town got through it, and. The town is now a major tourist destination point and uh, and a national history yeah. and the history Spot. of it and and yeah. it beautifully presented for for a, a bit of American history it's something that would be enjoyable for both the north and the south um, people that live in the north and the south to uh, but to let's visit. face it you have to enjoy history though yeah I'm not, a doubt. no I'm not, I I do enjoy history Paul, but yeah. yeah this was my idea and it was kind of a shout out to Paul <laughs> to give him a fun trip I just kind of expected to just like have see, fun see, I really enjoyed the history Personally of it. I wouldn't go to Gettysburg yeah. I wouldn't I'm not a history buff uh, especially I, civil war history I just think it's yeah. stupid It was it was Well probably all the wars are stupid I guess but They are <laughs> see now I find World War 2 very fascinating <laughs> Okay 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 That's my that's my war of choice <laughs> a lot, a lot of people are into World War II, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah, not that I'm discrediting Gettysburg or anything. It's just that I would never. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't say, "Hey, let's go to Gettysburg." I, well, it's close. That's why <laughs> that's we true. went there. That was, this, close. This was a it was, war it was, in our country. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. <clears throat> just going through there, it's like the Northeast, so I could visualize all the problems you'd have going through these fields and brush. It's just like here. Yeah. Who are hikers, and it's the same thing. how many thing. wars have been in this country on this soil? Two? Well, not too many. Include, I mean, the Indians, maybe. Well, the Indian Wars, Rebe- yeah. Rebe- the Revolutionary, Revolutionary War. Sorry, Indians. Yeah, Sorry. I got it. Yeah, War, of, right 18, War of 1812. Yeah. I mean, there hasn't been any major war, I don't think, here since the Civil War. Yeah. Well, maybe if people start Internal thinking about what, uh, what it really means to go to war with oneself, maybe they'll dial down some of the heat that's going on now. No, I really... I really like it. First of all, I could see, I, I don't think the South has gotten over it yet. They were supposed to win this fight, and they didn't. They didn't. And then their whole economy got upended, and I think they're still mad about it. They probably <laughs> still are. I think I think I'll tell are. you what, a uh, month that we went down to South Carolina, and I'll tell you what, man. Not, I didn't particularly like South Carolina because I hated the roads there, but the people were fantastic. They were fantastic. Friendliest people, they must be indigenous people, because the people that were nasty were tourists. I I find the same thing when I go out to the Southwest, and I think part of that is you had the frontier spirit, uh where if something happened to you out there, your wagon broke down, you ran out of water, you're going to die. So somebody would help you out is what they would do most of the time. Yeah, I I found the same thing. I found the same thing in Virginia when I went to Virginia. Although... They move a little bit slower, but they were really nice people. So do you find, I mean, people get impatient in the East, but people get impatient. In the North. In, I'm sorry, in the North. I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking Northeast. Um, but people get, in, the, the I, I read a really interesting article. I think it was in the Time Magazine, which, I mean, the New York Times, the Sunday Magazine, that when I lived in New York City, I thought rang true because they talked about how rude New Yorkers are. Not versus, all New Yorkers. Versus not not all of them. Versus of other them. parts of the country. So then they ran an experiment in like one of your more laid back areas, but they got a bunch of actors. <laughs> so and they like just <laughs> kind of posted them along a city street. And this was in I don't remember the town, but probably some southern town. So the first one like asked you the time, and the next one asked if they can get directions to something or other, and the next one asked you if you can spare fifteen cents, and the next one. 
want something else. And by the time the people got to the end of the block, they were just as cranky as anybody else. <laughs> it's, I, I lived for a very long time, for close to 30 years in New York City. Did you really? And you know what? I mean, people get cranky because it's just, you're jostling bubbles and it's crowded. But, but when the chips are down, people help each other out sure the they same do. way. They sure do. They do. They do. Maybe it helps if you're a young woman of, you know, certain race and blonde hair. <laughs> but but no, I, I I people really like like there would be some. I'll, I'll tell you one funny story because it wasn't just women. Where um, I used to work in a typing pool, and uh, there was one guy there who was telling he had gotten he'd gotten stuck. He got robbed, and the, like the the day before the day, he, he's going home, and the guy sticks him up, and he's like, he's like, and all he had was five dollars. And the guy's like, that's all you've got, $5? And he's like, that's all I got. And I, well, I don't want to take your last $5. <laughs> he didn't take didn't it. Didn't take it, huh? I mean, there, you get your slices of humanity everywhere. Oh, yeah. And yeah, but it seems like the, the areas that I were in South Carolina, it was, it was nice. It was refreshing to see that uh, people are nice. I I'm then we came back to New York and it was just like <laughs> oh god I'm already frustrated. <laughs> it it could be the nature of your job too which I don't probably shouldn't out your job but you're dealing with frustrated people right. where you work. You're frustrating them by the nature yeah, of your true. work. So I don't know that you should count that against the <laughs> northerners. <laughs> I thought they love us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we we probably killed this one. Uh, I would well, definitely recommend, you know, Gettysburg, if somebody wants to get ready for a yeah. trip. I'm I glad you guys enjoyed it. Totally there. impressed. Didn't realize what we had there, and it was great. It's a lot yeah, of history. And again, Fantastic not a, history. Not a history, but I'm not a history buff at all, and my interest in war is zero, zero. and I found the entire trip fascinating. It's so a, well, big yeah. shout out. Whenever you can see something like that physically. And, makes a difference. And see, it makes a big difference. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can read about it all day long, but it, you got to yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, and that's it's great. very different to actually be there than yeah, about it. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm glad you guys shared your experience. Okay. All right. And, it's uh, good to be here. We're back here, We're back here again. Back we, in the studio. We've been, we've been missing a few for a while. That's all right. Yeah, so. That's all right. Well, okay. I'm, thank you so much, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Everybody, Bye, have people. a good day. And go visit Gettysburg. Brick house in. Brick house Sam. in. Sam, ask for Sam. Tell them you heard it here on yeah. uh, Frank and Paul's BS Time with Jane Doe. Jane Doe. <laughs> Take care. Okay.